we welcome into the program former Baylor football assistant coach Bill Bradley. Coach, how are you today? I'm doing really good. How are you guys doing, man? Man, we are terrific. Glad to glad to hear your voice again, my friend. Yeah, buddy, we're at the San Diego Zoo. It's quite fitting. <laughs> are you really? You're at the zoo? <laughs> we just got here with our little uh, grandbaby boy, Hank Willie. There you go. Hey, coach. Let me ask. Let's get started right here. I know you want to. I know you want to get him out to the zoo. Let's get started oh, here. No, we've we've been talking all morning about, you know, evaluating players. And I know with you having coached in the NFL, having been in Buffalo with the Chargers, uh, you know, evaluating guys when you got no preseason. I want you to think about. And I know you were just recently with the uh, with the XFL, but evaluating players and being able to see who who you're going to start. When you got no preseason game, who are you going to start when you haven't had anything except a, a, a bubble? I wouldn't call it a bubble. I'm calling it a tent in the NFL since most of those guys <laughs> get to go home in the evenings. But when you've been, been in that situation, the evaluation and understanding who's going to start week one, and guess what? They, they start counting here in about two weeks. Explain to me how you think that process is going inside these NFL tents right now. Well, in the NFL, I'm sure they have a pretty good handle on everything, and and they're probably working real close with the scouting report, the head coach, and the individual DV coaches working with the scouts that are in charge of DVs, and they've probably seen enough video, you know. And of course, the veterans—they got the veterans right, so they've got it under control. It's not easy, and sometimes you're betting on the come a little bit, but. Uh, They'll, they'll have it under control. Some of the players, especially the veterans, are probably going, man, this is great. We well, when I played, we had six preseason games. <laughs> well, and that, that's the thing that I want to get that, to. We, I want to get to. I want to get to how 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 are you preparing your body, taking away when when, when and, and you know they're going to have fresh legs, and yeah, they're going to have that. But it, I go back to the coaching side of it. And, Coach, you know they're not going to be able to run as many looks. They're going to have to dummy down some things because they haven't been able to show that in the preseason. So sh- share with our listeners a little bit about, you know, how you, how, you, how you went from being a player to being a coach and then being able to evaluate these players and, and really get your best guys out there. Well, sometimes you have to go on football savvy. For example, when I played safety, uh, I had to learn up everything to where I had to make the adjustments on the run, you know, as they come out of the formation. And uh, it was uh, it was a chore, but once the safety, and it helped me because I played safety in high school. I played corner in college. I played quarterback in college for a number of years before I got demoted. <laughs> and, and, and so I had, a, I had a handle on the whole concept of football from on the other side of the ball. And then on, uh, on you know, on, on game day, making the adjustments. Back then, if you could count to, let's say, four, you can play four different defenses. Now, in between that, when they come out of a certain formation, which you're doing a lot more today, so it makes it more difficult, when they come out, the safeties – and a middle linebacker, let's say, your brainiacs, so to speak, and I'm not saying I'm in that category, but football savvy means a lot. And uh, especially on a player that you got that's a veteran or a rookie that's come out with a lot of knowledge, uh, and they have to make the changes on the run. You call a defense, 
it may stay the same. It may change to one side, backside, a different deal. So you have to know all that. So they'll have all that down. And that's why when I coached with the Bills, the Jets, the Chargers, I was very fortunate. And sometimes you don't keep the fastest, you know. Sometimes you right. keep the guy that can – because he knows what he's doing, he's already ahead of the fast guy. He's already done that. So that's what we did. And, and, and at the Bills, when we led in a bunch of categories, our defenses has always led in a bunch of categories because a lot of times I would keep the football-savvy safety. And, uh, you know, in Buffalo we had the best safety. As a matter of fact, after the NFL, he went on as a money manager and made all of his DBs from Buffalo Bills uh, <laughs> multimillionaires. Yeah, I know some kind of stories, Coach, we like hearing about. Talking to Bill Bradley, former NFL star, former Longhorn, former Baylor Bear defensive coordinator. And, Coach, I'd, I'd be reminisced if I didn't, if I didn't ask you. Uh, and I know you understand this. I want, to, I want to take you back to your playing days. But with the, with the situations of only having some of these stadiums not going to have any crowds, some of them are only, only going to have you know, 25% capacity in the, in the stadium as a player, you you have to, you have to feel that energy. I know as a coach walking out on the field, when I was with the Cowboys, you felt that energy coming out of the crowd. All of a sudden, when you take that, take that away, how do do you think that's going to really affect these players and, 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 and their performance when, when it comes time and the cameras cut on? Well, stretch, I tell you what, you, you've got a great handle on it and you know, but, uh, the, the crowd noise and playing in front or against if it's a rival, you know, that brings a lot of energy into a player, you know. And uh, now he's going to have to go on his own self-motivation and his own energy and his teammates. And, of course, all players are competitive, so they all want to win. So they're going to try to do the best thing. But I just think the energy of the crowd is – I know in Philly it sure got me fired up. And, uh, by the way, Glenn uh, – my claim to fame is not the Pro Bowls, not this, not that. It's I never got booed on the field in Philadelphia. And you know how those fans are. <laughs> hey, hey, Coach, I want I want to say this too. Your claim to fame, fellas. Let me let me let me let my two partners, Tom and Garrett, know. Hey, Coach can play the hell out of a harmonica now. I promise you. We'll, we're going to have him in studio and let him play one day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and stretch you and I. You know, we we we, we put FBU on the map, and we have more fun as coaches, and it relates to the players. You know, from the seventh grade up. Well, it's no question, coach. And listen, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your out of your vacation, take your grandson well, out you, there, I'd and get out there to do. I appreciate it. For you, I'd almost do anything. But I know we had enough laughs to last a lifetime. Well, Coach, thank, thank you for jumping on with us today, and, and safe travels. We'll, we'll talk soon. Hey, t- tell, tell your son Uncle Bill said hello. Keep on lifting them weights. Don't make his muscles too big. Keep a little athletic ability inside of him. <laughs> you got it, Coach. We'll see you. Love you, man. Bye-bye.